Welcome to the Badass Reset Club, a special place where if you've lost your way, girl, we're here to help guide you back. Those club doors are opened up wide so we can discuss all things fitness, nutrition, body composition, hormones, menopause, beauty, headspace, and more. Hey there, my name's Heather. I'm a fitness expert, nutrition coach, autoimmune athlete, mom of three pretty cool kids, and married to one handsome firefighter. I started this club because after years of over-exercising, under-fueling, gaining weight, dealing with Hashimoto's disease, and experiencing hormones gone crazy, I knew there had to be a better way. So come on in, badass. Let's hit that reset together. Welcome to the Badass Reset Club. Oh boy, this is it. This is episode one, the very first, and I'm thrilled. I'm beyond thrilled. I'm also a little bit nervously excited. I have been talking about this podcast for the better part of two plus years with clients and with friends, and um, I feel like the podcast has already been around for a long time because it's been all just in the nuances of my brain. So welcome. I am happy to explain what a badass reset is. I work with women and I work with women of all ages. I also work with men, but my primary focus is to help women. And most women, once they hit the age of 40, they start to notice some changes. And so this is where the badass reset came from. When we start to feel differently in our bodies, whether it's with our workouts, whether it's, you know, hair, skin, nails, whether it's with your recovery, whatever it is, when you start to feel differently, you feel like you need that day, that week, that month, that reset. And resets have been happening for so long, but we know that they're so beneficial and they can look like many different things. So this is a place, if you are somebody who is needing a reset, whether it's body composition, you're in perimenopause, you're in menopause, you're in postmenopause, and stuff isn't moving like it used to, we are going to hash that out. If you are someone who's dealing with hormonal changes and it's frustrating as all get out, it's hard to talk to your partners and your spouses because maybe they just don't fully understand This is a safe space to get some more information to learn a lot about the topics of change. It could be motherhood. It could be anything that you need help with. We are going to be talking about those topics in here. So this is a safe space for all women who feel like they just need to hit that button again. It's kind of like a day at the spa, but, um, you know, (laughs) a little bit longer, (laughs) what we will have on tap. Sometimes it's going to be me talking to you, bringing education resources, tools, and tips to help you hit your reset. And sometimes we're going to be bringing in guests because other perspectives can really make a great significant impact on what you need to hit reset. So watch for all sorts of guests to come in from all different aspects of women badassery. And I'm super excited that they're coming. A little bit about me. My name is Heather. I have been in fitness for just about 15 years now, and I started off my fitness journey kind of in a back way. So a lot of people fall into fitness early on. They start either in college, 
making some extra money while they're going to school. So they'll teach some fitness classes. I didn't go that route. I was too busy in college learning about um, boys and beer. That was kind of my college days. I did have a little bit of a fitness background when I was in college. However, it was, and I'm dating myself now, this was in the 90s and I was doing videos to the firm. So if you remember the firm workouts, um, those were those were my jam and my roommate's jam too. We occasionally worked out. We um, didn't focus on health a whole lot when we were um, young and in the 90s. It wasn't so uh, trendy and popular as it is now. So I started this journey back when I was a homeschooling mama of three. And I was in a homeschool co-op and one of my friends at the time was telling me that she taught cycle classes and that she taught people how to become cycle instructors. Her name is Carol Bevel and um, hopefully Carol will join us on the pod someday, but I'll never forget the conversation with Carol who was at the time a master instructor for Le Monde. And she told me that she taught indoor cycling classes And immediately, and this is my personality, but immediately I said, what's that? I want to do that. (laughs) No clue. So um, I do believe it was within six weeks, I was certified to be an indoor cycle instructor through Le Monde. And that was the beginning of my um, group exercise fitness. So this is all swirling around a time of me um, being diagnosed with an autoimmune disease. I was diagnosed at the age of 30 with my second child. And um, that story is going to come of how that unfolded. But what it meant to me to have this diagnosis was that my body was no longer acting like it did in my 20s. And I was really struggling. I wasn't feeling good. I was fatigued all the time. And so this new lease, this new group exercise avenue that I was going down was going to be what fixed my problem. I was just going to work out more, teach a bunch of classes and get paid for it. I mean, that was a dream back then. I could be with my babies, I could homeschool, and then I could go teach classes at night, get a little break from the babies, have my husband take care of them, and go get my workouts in. So that's what I did for many, many years. And I became um, group fitness managers at a couple different facilities. I did that for many years, and I taught multiple classes a day because I thought, surely that is going to help speed up my metabolism. It's going to help me to feel better. It's going to give me more more energy. And really, when it comes down to it, what I was dealing with in my body, um, it wasn't so helpful. But I will always value what I got from those years. I loved being in group fitness, um, but it shifted a little bit. So as I was starting to get older, as I was starting to notice that my body was putting on weight, that I was very, very tired and that my numbers from my labs weren't coming back really well. Not, not good at all. So I had to figure some stuff out and that's when I shifted to becoming a personal trainer. So I went and got certified as a personal trainer and thought, I'm not going to work out as much. I'm just going to train clients more. 
And let's just say that at the same point in time, I became a little bit obsessed with racing, with running, with triathlon, with half Ironmans, with full Ironman, like just pile it on the plate. It's, it's what I did. And so for a long, long time, I was still overdoing it and I was training clients. So in my head, that wasn't the same thing. In my head, I wasn't, you know, using my body, using my energy as much as I was in group X. But let's be honest, personal trainers are still on their feet, moving around, schlepping weights, giving energy. And when you're working as a trainer and you're taking on clients one at a time, you're investing a lot of energy into clients. You're, you're giving, you're listening. And if you're someone like me, who's a little bit more, um, of an emotional person, you're taking all of what your clients have to say and you're, you're feeling it yourself. Like, I was wearing all the things that they came in with and client after client, it's almost like a different version of therapy. So they're talking about their pain points. They're talking about their struggles. You're helping them through that. You're helping coach through all those things. And it wore on me too. It it really took a lot out of me. I mean, I think the fact that, you know, women who are working, who have children, you're taking on quite a bit. So that was what I did for a long time, Um, a very long time. We're talking years. And it wasn't until the pandemic when things started to change. And I really, really shifted my perspective like we all did. And I went and kind of remapped how I was going to do things. So I stopped teaching group fitness entirely and started to train clients um, selectively. That meaning I would train a certain amount of hours in the day, knowing that I needed to take care of myself. I needed to get my own workout in. And I also needed to like figure out how to smartly do that. So things for me shifted quite a bit. And at this time, I'm at the peak of perimenopause going into menopause as the pandemic hit. And I was learning tons about what was going on with my body, why things were changing, why I was feeling the way I was when I thought I was doing all the right things by slowing down. So the pandemic for me was a wonderful time to take some more courses, learn from some more mentors, and really dial in and get myself in line with my goals, my values, and really figure things out. I am thrilled that I had that opportunity and that space and time in my life because, oh my gosh, if I was still burning the candle like I was prior to the pandemic, I don't think I would be in the same spot I am today. So this is what I learned. I learned that I could serve more people working online and I cut back on my in-person hours. I started only seeing people in the mornings so that I had afternoons to collect myself, to sit down, to relax, to work online with clients, and really, really focus on what is going to make my body thrive. So got my hormones all figured out, (laughs) um, dialed in with my doctor, and 
got my workouts dialed in. So I am not doing nearly the amount of cardiovascular training I was before. I'm in love with lifting weights. I'm in love with growing muscles. I'm going to share that love with you too. And I am really focusing on sleep and recovery from all of my meditations, yoga practice, all of that good stuff. I feel like I'm finally in a good place. Not that it's easy because my menopause mama friends, you know, it is not easy. Hot flashes are just the bare bones of it. There are so many things that are going to come out in our next few episodes that we will be discussing a lot. And we're going to have the toolbox ready for you because there's so much that can help us. Um, it's just really learning how to take good care of yourself. And today I'm going to give you ways to start prioritizing your health today. So stay tuned and listen, it's coming. I want to take just a moment and, and talk about what it means to go through a badass reset. So for some women, it's learning how to lift weights. For some women, it's learning how to fuel their bodies properly. Because for a long time, women, um, especially my age, were taught to move more and eat less. And we have just made our uh, metabolic systems go bananas. I mean, we have screwed ourselves so much. And it's wonderful that we're coming into the light of what we can do to help mitigate these things, but it doesn't take away that that is a mind, you know what, that we have to work with. So mindset is a lot of this. Um, when I take someone through a badass reset, I take them and, and these are the clients that I work with. I take them through a whole process and we use um, an online app but we go through and we look at their fuel and we look at the macronutrients that they're getting. Chances are the women are not getting enough protein. I have not met one woman who's come into my program who came in getting enough protein. And all of the women that I'm working with feel so much better getting the amount of protein that they need. So we take a look at what we're eating and then we take a look at how we're moving. And when we're working on the fitness aspect of it, we want to see that growth. And that's why I love working in an app as opposed to working with someone in person. Don't get me wrong. I'm probably one of the most social people that I know, and I really love being with people. But when I see someone once, twice, maybe three times a week, I don't know what they're doing for the rest of the day. So those those people that I'm training twice a week, I don't know for the five other days if they're moving at all, if they're eating correctly. I don't know anything except for what they tell me when they're in that space with me. And so I feel like it's such a short window for coaching and for all of the opportunities for change. Now, the women that I work with online, I get to see what they're doing every day because they're marking off their boxes of how much water they had. I get to see everything that they've eaten. I get to see their workouts because I write them. <laughs> and so it's so awesome. And then I get to see the progression over time. So I'm watching them and seeing when they're picking up heavier weights, when they're ready to pick up heavier weights, when they're ready to move to a new level. And that to me is much more of a badass reset. And we also start bringing in that mindset because practicing mindfulness is not just like, you know, a one minute thing a day. Practicing mindfulness is a, it's a practice. You have to work on it. It's just like how you get bigger muscles when you're working out. 
you've got to practice that mindset. So I love taking people down that road. I think that when you invest in spending a chunk of time on hitting that reset, instead of just saying, okay, well, next month I have this trip to so-and-so and I want to wear a bikini and feel really good on the beach. That's great and all, but I think that there's so much more to hitting a badass reset than just a month from now on a beach. So I don't like the short-term goals. I like the long-term, like, let's really change this show up so that we are definitely making change over time. What I want to send you with today, I want to teach you three of the top things that you can do to start prioritizing your health today. And the first one is start to journal monthly. I often encourage women to get into some sort of journaling and it doesn't have to be fancy. You don't have to write down all of your feelings, but what you should be doing is you should be writing down what your mood and energy was like, and then you should be writing down what your movement was like and what your feeling was like. So let me explain that. If I were writing down what my mood and energy would be like for today, I would write down, woke up tired, feeling a little bummed about the rain, then got some energy, was able to get my workout in, lifted weights, practiced yoga, ate all my protein. Like I would, I would be specific in what I was feeling and not to like make anything different. Like you just want to notice those things bloated, not bloated. These things are so eye-opening You can even write down things like what your libido was like. That is a telltale sign as well for where you are with your hormones and how you're thriving with things. So energy is a big indicator, libido, your sleep, what you've done for movement, how you're eating, all of those things. And that will take you just a few minutes every day. But what I notice when I work with women who do this, they are, especially if the women are still cycling, Month after month, they're going to see the patterns, the sweeps. If you're listening to this and not on the video, just imagine, you know, bell curves going up, coming down. It's the peaks and valleys of how things move throughout the month. And that is, um, it's eye-opening for down the road of when did things start to really change for me? If you are a woman who's 40 and up, I implore you to start doing this because perimenopause can start in your mid-30s. And it can also last for 10 years. So if you're having struggles along in the monthly cycle, this is going to be eye-opening down the road. It's something that you can also take to your doctor. And this is like, I don't know about you, but when my doctor asked me, um, how are you feeling about this? And in last month, how are you feeling about that? If I'm not tracking that stuff, I sit there and I go, I don't know. I have no idea. I can't remember that stuff. (laughs) And I think a lot of us are like that too. Now, if you are a woman who is going through menopause or post-menopause, or maybe you've had um, a procedure done so you're no longer cycling, but you're not quite in menopause yet, it's hard to know, this is still very applicable for you to be writing things down, to be tracking. So um, I no longer have a cycle, but I keep track of moods because my body will still ebb and flow like a few years ago when I was cycling. And it's really interesting. So 
Note this, that you can also plan your workouts for where you are in your cycle. Even if you're not having a cycle, we still can plan going off of your tracking. So if you are noticing that three months in a row, the third week of the month, you felt really low energy, that's your go-to. That's when you need to put into practice what we call a deload week. So loading and deloading, really smart training. Um, More coming on that later. So my first recommendation is to start just writing things down. Just grab a notebook, put the date on there, write stuff down. And then notice over time all of the things that are consistent. The second thing is to track your food for a week, and that includes weekends. Just take a notebook, piece of paper, or get a free app and track. Um, Chronometer, my fitness pal, those are both free. You can track what you're eating in them and it will give you the macronutrients. That's not necessarily very important for now, but tracking, writing down, getting a sense of how much food you're getting, what kinds of food you're getting, and then really dialing into, hmm, am I getting um, enough fiber? So women, you need 25 grams of fiber a day. If you're in menopause, you need more. And Notice if you're getting enough fiber, notice what your protein looks like, and just notice kind of a ballpark of calories. If you're just writing things down on a piece of paper, that is really clutch to go back and look and see the things that you're eating. And that's going to be helpful for when you do get onto a program, whether you're doing your own program, if you want to grab my guide on tracking macronutrients, that's a fantastic place to start. You can totally do that on your own. You can grab that guide. I'll put that link in the show notes. Um, If you're going off of a piece of paper, just write everything down. Remember that the little uh, bites, licks, tastes of things, the things that you're scooping off someone else's plate, the things that you're just trying while you're cooking dinner, that counts. Sometimes we overeat and we don't realize it. Sometimes we undereat and that's also pretty eye-opening. And then the third thing of what you can start today to shift your health is to start lifting weights. And so if you're brand new to lifting weights, you want to invest into some dumbbells, some resistance bands. I also have something that you can download on building your home gym of the things that I recommend. And just starting off with some dumbbells and resistance bands and starting to lift weights to create muscle, we know that muscle prevents injury. So um, all of my runner friends and my triathlete friends out there, think about your joints. You want to protect those. You want to be strengthening up and getting more muscle mass. It means that we can eat more. I don't know about you, but I love to eat. I think about eating a lot. And so when we have more muscle mass on our body, we get to eat more. It's just a beautiful system. It helps to preserve your bone strength and heart health. And this is imperative if you are somebody who's 40 and above and you are starting to go through the changes. Ladies, you've got to be preserving the bone strength. And you've got to be eliciting that stimulus of building muscle mass on our bones. We got to have it. And I think if nothing else, it gives you confidence. There's such a beautiful thing about a strong woman. And I love, love, love watching women just light up. I can think of a few women that I've worked with who would come in 
to, to work with me physically one-on-one. And I've also seen it online where I can see in pictures either the slumped over shoulders and just not a super confident stance. And then once women start to really lift, feel strong and good in their bodies, the shoulders roll back. There's a little bit of a swagger. The chest is open. It's just this beautiful posture. And we just feel more confident. I've also seen it with women who would never make eye contact in the mirror. um, And then they started getting stronger, started feeling more confident in their bodies. And then, oh yeah, (laughs) they're checking themselves out. It's not so much a vanity thing. It's just when you have the confidence because you feel strong and good in your body, there's nothing quite like that feeling. So those are the three tips of what you can start doing today. Get a journal, start writing things down track your food for a week, including weekends, because our behaviors sometimes change and start lifting. Now, if you are brand new to lifting, where the heck are you going to start? There's many places you can go to. You can find lots of free stuff online. I would recommend starting with the basic moves like a push and a pull, um, a hinge. If you're not sure what all that means, you are more than welcome to reach out to me. I will get you some more information on how to start safely lifting. There are so many different avenues to go down these days. It's absolutely wonderful, but you want to be able to learn how to safely lift. And then you want to learn how to progress lifting over time so that you're really building and sustaining that muscle mass. And that is going to do it for today. I'm super excited about our next episode. The next episode is going to be on tracking macros, how to do it, what it means, why you should do it. And um, you'll walk away with a whole lot of knowledge after that. So do stick around, share it with a friend. If um, you know somebody who would also like to feel a little badass, say, hey, let's hit the reset together. Let's, Let's do this thing together. Share the podcast with them reach out and then please review it because this is brand new. This is a brand new baby and I want to see this baby fly. So do review the podcast. You can screenshot it, put it in your social. I would so much appreciate it. And I would just high five you right back for that. Hope you have a great day and get after it. Well, there you have it. One step closer to feeling strong, confident, and inspired to take care of you again. And you know what's even more badass? Sharing this with a gal pal that might need a little fist pump in her life. If you got some inspo from this episode, I'd be honored if you took a screenshot for your social and tagged me at Coach Heather Yancey so I can send you a personal thank you. And please know that if you could take a minute to rate and review the show, it helps get this podcast to more people. And that's super badass. And finally, if you haven't joined the Badass Reset Club on Facebook, what are you waiting for? I'll see you over there and go get them.